0: Here we are with Panama Today, your host, Pastor Bill Wilbur, in Gamboa. So glad you're with us. I'm Realizing that's the same thing I say every morning. I'm glad to have you with us. Oh, that is true. That is true. Um, so what are you expecting out of this program today? Well, don't expect directly from us, but from the Lord himself. We just want to be instruments to help us keep on living for Jesus because that's all that really matters. Glad you're with us. I was talking to some kids one day and I said, do you do what you say? Uh-huh. Do, do you do what you say? When your teacher says something, I'm going to do this and I'll bring it home or... I'm going to tell another student is that do you do what you say they're going to do. Well, there's a word in the Bible for that, which is extremely important and important for us to teach kids, to teach adults. And that is the word integrity, integrity, integrity means to complete, undivided unbroken entity. Purity. Moral soundness. There's several verses in the Bible. I'm just going to give you two of them. Psalm 26, verse 1. Vindicate me, O Lord. That's in other words, go to work to get it straightened out so that what I've done is right. The Bible mentions The word about integrity here, Psalm 26, verse 5 says, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. In other words, I did what I was supposed to do. I have also trusted in the Lord. I shall not slip. Verse 2, examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart in other words, don't be double-minded. It tells us in James 1, verse 7 and 8. 7 and 8 are not to be double-minded. Because when you're double-minded, the Bible tells us uh, you won't know whether you've got the right decision or the wrong decision. And you're going to be unstable in all your ways. So that was Psalm 26, verse 1. I've got another one to share with you in just a moment. Well, we're going to get right into another uh, verse here. Psalm 41, verse 12. We're talking about integrity. Do what you say. Psalm 41, verse 12. As for me, you upheld me in my integrity and set me before face forever. I just want to mention to you a minute here. I have done Bible studies before, and in particular, several, what they call Navigator 2-7 courses. And we would have a number of people in those, maybe 8, 10, 12. But everybody had to memorize a verse every week. Actually, it's five for the 10 days, the 10 weeks. And uh, when you begin, you do one a week for a few day, uh, weeks and then you get uh, that you pull the rest together so that at the end you know them all and you do them every week. You do your verses over and over again. I hope that's clear. And so when you come back to each week, when you gather, you're divided into maybe groups of at least two or three and you go over your Words And in a sense, you might say, a person has said, yes, I sign up and I will do my course. And it begins by saying, I will do these verses. So when people come, they have to be a person of accountability, a person of integrity, when they said they'll do this. And when you have a, a class that starts and a couple people have not worked on their homework, they say, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot I had to do that. You know what that does? It, it, it does like a big hiccup, I call it, and so on. So when we were gonna get in these small groups, these people that didn't even look at it or begin to memorize it, they may not have it totally memorized, but at least they're working on it. You, all of a sudden, they are either in that group of two and three, and they're really no help except maybe seeing how another person has done it and listening to them. But it isn't complete. It isn't complete. Uh, there's no integrity there. And so it's going to force them. The next week, they have to have both of them done. All of a sudden, they're behind already. Now, see, this is a little thing. But this is a biblical thing of being a person of integrity. Yes, I'll do that. I remember several years ago, a person said, well, I would like to do this job in the church. Uh, I'll be available, so on. I said, oh, that would be a great thing. Could you help hand out bulletins and greet people when they come? Well, yeah, I I was kind of looking for something you know a little bit more importance, and um, what what did you have in my well I kind of wanted to be doing something up front here I want to do this and I and the person was not a person of integrity at that point to say here uh, how can I be of help I want to serve the Lord and since they won't be an a person of integrity and doing that little thing it's pretty hard to move them on to the next thing. And sometimes then that person kind of disappears. They're never back in the church again. They move to someplace else. And when a person joins a church, this is sometimes we are, uh, as a pastor, we are excited to have new members and somebody says, I will do this. And sometime uh, we're too hasty. Or a person wants to be baptized, we said, oh, this is great. But maybe they haven't been trained. Maybe they don't understand what they're really doing. Maybe they don't understand what that word means. And because of this moving on, there is not enough integrity in what they said they were going to do. And it, it works in both people's uh, sides, the pastor and the leaders and who are going to say they're want to be part of something. The important things is, it's not just in the church. It's for schools. And you have a class of 20 or 25 students. And the teacher sends out all these reports to do this, this, this project. And the kids come back and they haven't done their part and their part. And it slows everything down. Slows everything down. So, God is looking for people of integrity. Jesus wants people of integrity. You know what those people are? They're called disciples. Disciples. And uh, the basis is, do what you say that you're going to do. Here are the importance of integrity. I wrote down five things right here. Number one, you find in integrity what is the heart of God. God really wants your heart. God really wants to know what's in your heart and wants you to know what's in his heart. That's integrity. You begin to learn more of what is really in the heart of God. This is his nature. This is his faithfulness. He does faithful things. You see? You know why? Because he is faithful. He is trustful. And so... We want to, as we know the Lord, we want to have the same heart of God in our hearts as well. Number two is double-minded. We want to hear the voice of God. If we don't um, come to a place where we don't want to be double-minded, we're not going to hear the voice of God until we break through and say, God, I want your will more than anything else in the world. I just want that. I want to have the assurance in prayer that we have answers from God so when you're a person of integrity it's going to make a whole lot of difference about hearing from God hearing what God is speaking to you about cuz God could be speaking to you something and directing you and you missing it you don't if you're double minded you would say gee I don't know is that from God or not So, number three is, God looks for a person of integrity. And we find this in the book of John, where the fifth disciple, his name is Nathaniel. And they find him out under this tree, a place of meditation and thinking. And they say, hey, this guy over there, Jesus says, When he comes, he's a person of no deceit. There's no hidden motive in this guy. He really wants to know what he says he wants to do. Do what you say. And they say, this guy, Nathaniel, we want him. We want him. Are you a person of integrity? A person that doesn't have any hidden motives with other people or thinking with God, some hidden motive? The thing is, God doesn't. Uh, Know, God knows, and uh, you're not going to get away with being uh, with a hidden motive when you work with God. Number four, you are faithful in little things, He will trust you in the bigger things. So, as an example, if you need a plumber and you call on uh, somebody, say, Hey, do you know a good plumber? He says, I know a guy. But I'm not going to recommend him. They said why? Well, he said he was going to come the next day. He said he'd be here about nine o'clock. That's a good time. And uh, but at nine o'clock the next time, the next day, he doesn't show up. And you know it not only doesn't show up, he doesn't call to say why he won't show up. And the next day after that, he doesn't come at all. And even a few days later, hey, uh, I'm so-and-so, I'm the plumber, uh, do you want me? And he said, no, no thanks, we have somebody else. The other thing is you're never going to recommend a person who is like that because you're looking for a person who will be trusty and when he's, he's trustful in that thing, you can recommend to him, to another person. I love that when I see a young teenager who does things right on time, comes early, And then when you recommend it to somebody else, he does the same thing. He does the same thing. So, number five, God can change us to be a person of integrity. What's that mean? Well, you could take that plumber and uh, have him surrender his life to Jesus, and he can become a plumber of integrity. You could be a person If surrendered to Jesus, you will know that you can have forgiveness. You can say, Well, I didn't used to be a good person. I didn't used to be a person with make a promise and then it didn't matter. But it does matter to me now. I've given my life to Christ. He's prayed, He's forgiven me from all my past. And so I want to be a person of integrity. And God will give you the power and the strength to be a person of integrity. So that's Psalm 26, verse 1. Indicate, Psalm 26, verse 1, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have also trusted in the Lord. I shall not slip. Verse 2, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind. Don't be double-minded. Try my mind and my heart then move ahead to psalm 41 verse 12 as for me you upheld me in my integrity and set me before your face forever so heavenly father thank you for your forgiveness thank you for leading us and guiding us into ways that we can follow you and in ways that will honor you in what we say and we do And in Jesus' name, we pray. Thank you, Lord. Father, for people we've hurt because we made promises and then we didn't follow up. Maybe it's a a marriage. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it's with a, a son or daughter who said, okay, I'll do this. And he showed up late or didn't show up at all. We've let down other people. So, Father, we ask for forgiveness now. We ask that the power of the Holy Spirit would empower us to be a person of integrity. In Jesus' name, amen.